What's up, guys? Manny Carrera, your real estate resource, and this is episode number six of Whiskey Wednesday podcast sessions, where we sit with business owners, influencers, entrepreneurs, movers, and shakers over a glass of some fine whiskey. Today, we're going to be drinking Delmore 12 Year, and I'm going to be joined by my guest. This gentleman is an entrepreneur, he's a business owner, and he's also a UTEP graduate. David Trejo. What's up, David? What's up, man? Cheers. Cheers. Thank you for being on our episode. Thanks for having me, man. How are you feeling right now? Good, man. Yeah? Long day of work, but... Long day? Yes, sir. Cool, cool, bro. Long day for me as well. I know parking was crazy right now. There's a Chihuahuas game right now. These guys are actually national champions, so no wonder there's so much damn parking uh, issues right now. But we made it. We're here. So excited to have you. Uh, excited for you to share your story with us. Um, you know, I've known you for a while now. Yeah. Uh, we've known each other for some some years. We we work together. We could talk a little bit about that in a bit, but um, kind of just want to pass this over to you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, tell the people listening on iTunes and on YouTube uh, who you are, who David Trejo is, and uh, you know what do you do? Okay. Uh, so how's, how many said? Uh, I'm a local business owner. Um, I I wasn't born here, but I feel like I've lived here long enough that I feel like I'm part of El Paso. Um, I was actually born in Modesto, California, which is a small city by the Bay Area. Uh, moved here when I was about five years old. Uh, nice. my, my folks are my folks actually from down here. Um, my mom's actually from across the border. Um, so like I said, I, I do have like a really Hispanic background. When did your when did your family or when did your mom move over here to the states? So actually, my mom moved to the states when I was about actually when I was born because uh, they wanted a better life for me. Right. My, my dad was American, was born in El Paso, so uh, they met <laughs> down down that road back then, uh, and eventually I, I was ended up in California somehow. That's <laughs> my, awesome. Yeah, so I ended up down there, but like I said, I've been here since I was like five years old. So El Paso's home. I still have family back in California, but like I said. El Paso is definitely home. I went to school here as well. Yeah. So your whole life growing up has been in El Paso. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Basically, I mean, before five, but I probably don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember I don't anything much, yeah. before like seven. So <laughs> yeah. So there you go. <laughs> I was probably like somebody completely different before seven years old. So definitely, I think we all are. Yeah. Right. So um, you have a lot going on for you. I mean, you've you've definitely accomplished a lot. How old are you? If you want to share, twenty-seven. 27 years old. So you've definitely accomplished a lot. You are a business owner. Uh, you own a fresh, fresh out car wash and barbershop. Yes, you also are a entrepreneur. You own your own clothing. Yes. Um, something, something that I'm working on. Something nice. on the backbone is something silent, but little by awesome. little, you know, trying to trying to work into it. Cool. My main thing right now is fresh out car wash and barbershop. So it was combining two things. Um, let me tell you a bit of the background of that. Yeah, right? yeah, definitely. Uh, so. My dad started as a detailing. My, my, dad, my dad was a hard labor uh, type of person. Not really went to school for because I just a hustler, straight hustler, yeah. straight to the grind. I know um, that life. He was a detailer man for, for a business owner here in El Paso. Um, asked for a management position and the owner never wanted to get it to him. So my dad went his entrepreneurial way, started his detailing business. Been in that business for over 15 years now. So once I gasped that business, the auto business and stuff like that, I grew up around it. and. Uh, so I decided to combine two of my favorite places. Uh, I don't know for you, man, but when you get a haircut, it's like your time, you know, you're trying to get a fresh cut. Yeah, definitely. It's like, a, that's like kind of doing nail, getting our yeah, nails Yeah, exactly. Done, getting a little spa day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, 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 
the male version of a spotty, right? Right, right. Uh, you know, and uh, I feel really comfortable um, uh, going to a barber shop. You know, you get to know your barber and stuff like that. So then, uh, also, what, what, what I thought of was w one time I, I went to go get a haircut. Uh, where I was having to go get a haircut, right? Mm -hmm. Running late, trying to get my car washed, you know. Uh, had, had some family coming in from out of town, wanted to go out with them, so fresh cut, fresh, fresh car, you know. So I went ahead and rushed to my barber. To northeast, and he went yeah, to the east. Yeah. So actually, I had to go east side that time, yeah. and it was, a, it was a 50, 20 minute drive, so I'm like swerving through cars and stuff. And, you know, when I'm seeing the game, my haircut, I'm just like, you know what? My barber takes a good 30, 40 minutes. I think it's the same amount of time you can get your car clean. So Definitely. if you walk out with a fresh haircut, car and is, your fresh, car is clean, fresh too, you're, you're ready weekend, to go. Man, you're weekend ready, man. Um, whether you have a date or found have family coming in or maybe you're going out of town. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that's so definitely a cool concept. I mean, when when you first started, how long have you been in business? It's 37 months, believe it or not. We're months. seven months in. Uh, like I said, we do have the background of my uh, my dad having the detailing business. Right, right. So we have a little bit of that, of that business evolve into this one. It's a... It's a new concept. Uh, I think El Paso is kind of growing right now, and mm -hmm. you know, bring, bringing these you know cool concepts, something different to the city, was something I definitely wanted to do. Yeah, um, definitely. So I mean, so far so good, man. Um, we were actually aired on TV. Um, I saw that. Yeah, it was pretty cool, man. Uh, I was just we were there one day. I think it was like my dad. Want, my dad still helps me out with the business because he's still kind of like the mind behind it. Yeah, definitely. I'm still. I'm 27, but I'm still relatively young compared to the years of experience my you dad can, You're has. never too old to learn and to be a, a student, you know? So. Yeah, and, and a lot of, I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs, maybe here locally, they try to kind of do it on their own, you know what right, I mean? Right. And, but maybe sometimes you got to reach out to maybe your pops, a friend, you know, right, right, a definitely. colleague. So, um, like I said, my dad's still the backbone there, and, you know, he's, he still pushes me, and uh, it helps me a lot throughout my days. So, um, like I said, we do have the background of that detailing business. Mm -hmm. um, and like I said, I just kind of put two senses together. I said, kill two things in one. Uh, going back to the TV, I, it wasn't something that I called the TV station and said, hey, can you come interview me? It was uh, Memorial Day weekend, I believe, and uh, one of their anchors was passing by the shop, and he found it interesting, so he turned yeah. back. He turned back, man, and he's like, hey, do you, he, you know what? He, he kind of went in there and tried to get the experience first. He went in there for a haircut. You know, we had no idea. He wanted to see what it was about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So he wanted to kind of kind of get a feel for it, you know? So I guess he really liked the concept and the way he was, you know, greeted and, right. you know, the time he was there. So um, he said, hey, can I put you guys on TV? Or can you put you guys on K-Fox and Channel 4? And I'm like, hey, let's do it. Yes, please. Yeah, yes, please. And uh, <laughs> it helped us a lot, man. Uh, like, Facebook-wise, um, they put us on their Facebook, so we gained some followers. So, I mean, when you start, when you start a small business, you know, maybe not one of these big chains like your Topgolf or... You know, or these other big chains that are coming into El Paso that are have like massive, you know, amount of yeah, mass behind just it. name behind it. Exactly, you know, the brand is already very well established. Exactly, Pepsi, Coke, exactly. Top so, like, what what I tell a lot of people sometimes is support your local businesses because these businesses are probably like invested their whole lifetime savings to make this business. You right, know? right. And I mean, luckily, we do have a couple of local shops. You know. Uh, dad and mom shops, you know, that, that have been here for a long time and where they're just open. So I always encourage everybody, you know, support local. Yeah, uh, definitely. That's, that's, small businesses is the backbone of, of, of our city and of the United States as well, you know. So I firmly believe in that. Every business was a small business at one point. Exactly. You know? So exactly. Uh, no matter how successful. Um, but cool, I mean, you 
you definitely have a cool concept on your hands, you know, get a car wash and a haircut at the same time. And I know for a lot of guys, that's usually that's usually done on the weekend anyways. Exactly. You know, you usually do those two things at the same time, especially if, um, you know, you have a car yeah. <laughs> and you want it clean. And you want to look clean. So that's cool, man. So I know you're, you're mentioning a lot of your dad and I, I feel like your dad had a you know big influence on your on Definitely. your life. Um, what you told me about your dad working at the detail shop, he wanted to be a manager. They never they never gave it to him, so he, he quit and yeah. did his own thing. He he took uh, it was a coin flip, man. You right. know you know you you gotta take risk in business. Um, the whole thing behind it was, and the one thing that my family has been able to kind of um, teach me along the way is there's gonna be tough times, you know. Right. And uh, I remember I remember when my it first aired, man, I think I went out to celebrate with a couple of friends to, to a local bar, and uh, I ran into you, and I remember you told me, hey, don't quit, you know, uh, yeah. and, 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 and uh, I mean, I think me and you have some of the same mentality, you know, yeah. we're trying to make an impact in the city, and I still remember you told me, don't quit, like, you know, keep going, it's going to yeah. be hard, and, and, and definitely it has been hard, seven months in. Yeah. Good months, bad months, okay months, mm-hmm. you know, months where you got to reach into your personal pocket, you yeah, know, yeah. and, and kind of keep it going. It's a struggle. Any any business, especially when there is overhead, you know, because nowadays there's a lot of different types of business. There's network marketing. There's businesses where you could just run off your phone, off your tablet. But there's also other businesses where you have employees, you have rent, you have to pay insurances, you have to do all these utilities and things like that, you know. So there's a lot of overhead. And when it comes down to starting a business, it's tough no matter who you are, you know, no matter what, even even having a lot of experience, it's tough. It's always yeah. a scary thing. And I do remember that day seeing you out. Um, and I I saw you out. We saw I saw you on TV. And, yeah, and, and you know, I had just I remember like yeah, yeah. an hour before heading out. Yeah, bro. And and I think, you know, just knowing you and we'll, we'll kind of talk a little bit about how we met, but knowing you and, and knowing I've known you and I talked to you in our first job that we worked together and uh, I've always saw that in you you know I always saw that potential in you I always saw that entrepreneurial spirit in you Um, but I think even you know at the job we started at was a good and me and Sosa were actually talking about this because all three of us here uh, you know my marketing uh, team my guest David and myself we've all worked for uh, Diamond Wireless you know Verizon so we, th- I think it's a good foundation. It's a good soiling pot exactly. for seeds to go in and, you know, for you to start. But so cool, man. We got into, you know, a little bit about uh, one one of your businesses, Fresh Out. Um, I want to go a little bit back, you know, before the businesses. I know you are, you know, one, one cool attribute that you have is you're also a UTEP graduate. You know, you graduated from UTEP here in El Paso. Uh, what did you study? Um, entrepreneurship. Actually, it's nice. it's it's business with a focus in entrepreneurship. Um, I didn't even know they had that. Yeah, they do. I neither did I. So <laughs> as I was going to school, uh, I was just a business major, and then um, obviously you had to pick between finance, marketing, stuff like that. Um, but based on like my my family background and stuff like that, I kind of feel like going into entrepreneurship was something that I really wanted, and right. uh, basically like through the through the the business school, um, I got a little bit of everything, you get a little bit of marketing, you get a little bit of finance, um, accounting, stuff like that, you know, like your, your, your business stuff, um, and I and I really enjoyed my entrepreneurship classes, my innovation classes, which was um, 
you know, innovations coming up with something new, like for example, like my barbershop car wash, something that I actually built a business plan for to one of my innovation class. Right. Um, you know, once I thought about the idea, I was still attending school, and um, it was something that I did like a small business plan for it. Um, like I said, they all contributed in some aspects to like what I really wanted to do after school. You right. know, um, and as I was going to school, man, it's it's tough because uh, for me, like I, w- I wouldn't say I was committed to like coming out of high school and I wanted to go to college. You know, I was actually one of my what, what out of all my friends, I was actually one of the ones that didn't go to college right away. You know, and uh, yeah, I took a I took a semester off. I took a little break too <laughs> before starting college. <laughs> uh, and uh, so what happened, man, is that um, my my friends, man, were like, "Hey, man, what are you doing in your life?" And like, you're not going to school, and they, they were kind of like laugh at me. So like, I, at the moment, I was like, "Oh, should I go military? Should I go navy?" I, I just, you know, it's it was that pause in my life where I just didn't know what direction. To I think go. everybody goes through that after high school, you know. Yeah, and and it's like. You don't even think of it like when you're a freshman in high school and it goes by so fast that like when you're like, I'm graduating tomorrow and you're like, what am I going to do? What's so next? I'm going you know to have to adult tomorrow? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Does so it I mean, start tomorrow or do I have some time to chill? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, so I took a small break to just kind of regroup in my mind what I wanted to do. Um, so I decided to go back to school and took my basics and stuff like that. I still didn't know exactly what I wanted to do or which, which direction. I just thought it was the right thing to do was to go to school, you know? Right. And uh, so, like, throughout, throughout my college um, experience, uh, you know, I took my basics. Um, I, I took probably a couple of breaks in between. Um, just, just the fact that I wanted to work and, you know, yeah, and, 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 and make some kind of income while I was going to school, which is really tough to kind of level out both, you know, go to school and it's, work, you know, yeah, cause, it's hard. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you do have some bills, um, and you have stuff to pay, and, uh, it's the circle of life. Yeah. So, like, uh, you gotta work. So, it, it, was, it, was, it was something that I had to balance, you know, and, right. and I, I wouldn't say that, like, I was, like, a straight A student, um, but I, one thing behind me is something that my family is giving me, it's that, the fact of, you know, hustling, working hard towards mm-hmm. something. And, uh, your work ethic. Yeah, you exactly. Still that work ethic exactly. So, I mean, you, you could be the smartest one <clears> in the room, but if your work ethic isn't there, you should go to school and you know everything, and maybe you won't do the homework. You know what I mean? Work, right. Hard work always overpowers talent any and every single day. You know, and, and that's that's a proven fact. No matter how good you are, and there's, I actually saw a meme. I'm pretty sure it was a meme. It's in my head. Um, that, you know, usually the people that were the most popular in school aren't doing. Aren't, aren't happy right now, yeah. you know, that there's not to say that somebody's doing better than somebody else because at the end of the day, it's are you happy? Yeah. But those people that, you know, were the most popular are some of those people in, in most cases, in some cases, um, you know, end up not figuring it out after high school because at the end of the day, we all go through that little phase after that high school, you know, that high school graduation is like, oh, okay, it's fun. Holy shit! What do I do <laughs> exactly? Like, what the hell do I do now? So, um, going through that, I think, I think is is super important for you to kind of start figuring out life. And I think also a lot of people need to be a little bit more patient too, because I feel like I didn't really figure it out. Like I didn't really mentally, mentally, my men, my mental game wasn't there where I needed it to be yeah. to become successful to take those steps in that direction until I was probably like 26 or 27. 
you know? Or maybe 25, actually. Sorry, <laughs> 25, because it was when I got to Miami. Um, but it wasn't until then that I was like, holy shit, I've been wasting time, you know? I've been like, I've been wasting time this whole time. Um, so since I figured it out, it's more like a catch-up game now, you know? Yeah. And when you have that mentality instilled in you from growing up, you know, from parents that have that instilled in them, that work ethic, that hustle, I think it's really hard for you to lose. Yeah. You know? and, and, and like I said, like, going back to my dad, like, even when I do, like, because you have those days. I mean, everybody has those days where, you know, you don't want to get out of bed. It's just, like, right. you, you're, you're so, like, stressed out with, like... So you, I have one of those, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like your day-to-day, you're like, I don't want to do this anymore, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's not that you don't have the love and passion for your profession. It's just that there's some days where you just feel like crap, man, and you just don't feel like getting out of bed, and... You know, right. those, are some, those are some of the days where my dad's like, hey, like, you can't give up. You got to yeah. keep going. Like, you got to keep going. got to keep going. So that's, so that's something, like, even if even if I thought of giving up at one point, you know, people like like you, that you're one of my friends, like, hey, don't give up. And my parents, like, you know, you have, you have so much kind of weight behind your back that you kind of just push yourself forward. Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to get I'm gonna get through through this day some way or somehow. I need to get through this day. You There's know? no other option. I mean, at the end of the day, when you have that mentality, like, what else am I going to do? You know, like, what else is there to do? I could either not do it and just be average, which we talked about in the last podcast with uh, our last guest, being average. Why, what's the point of waking up for that purpose, you know? Yeah. Be the best. And even if you're the best second number two, you know, the best number 10 in the company or in your business, but as long as you're the best of whatever you can do, whatever you yeah. can be, then, I mean... That's only going to take you as far as you want it to go. You know? Yeah, and, and, and that's why, like, I think you have to believe, you know, yeah, there, there's ranks of people, you know, like number one, number two, like, in, in sales, especially when we were, like, a diamond, obviously you yeah. had, like, your top sellers, and right. then you had your lower sellers. Obviously, everybody was trying to target to be the top seller of, of, of the kiosk you were at or the store you were at. So, uh, so like, I, I think that, like, that drive, you know, uh, that, that's something I like it's about. competition. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's just a so culture. That's, that, that's something that I kind of, like, did like about diamond when i went in there it was kind of like you wanted to be like the best at your store you know what i mean yeah and, and, and it I was mean, a bad competition yeah it was exactly fun. and it was super fun it was super fun and yeah. and like the whole like being competitive probably like benefited the company because that means that everybody was selling selling it 110 percent <laughs> benefited the whole company yeah. <laughs> exactly so <laughs> i i think when you're driven like that and like say and uh and, and i told you about this like one of my one of the person that I listen to when I, on, on my down days is I listen to like Andy Frazilla you know I, yeah. I, we talked about him I met the, him I yeah. met him in February he's a I, dope dude yeah dude it's really awesome really cool so, intense so, so his, his whole thing was like you, you gotta you gotta wake up when you don't feel like waking up and you gotta go to work when you don't feel like because when you feel like doing it you're gonna give it 100% but what mm-hmm. about those days where you don't feel like giving you're gonna half ass yeah you know? so like it's those days that really make somebody yeah. you know what I mean like uh, and uh Talking about like bigger chains that we talked about, like I'm pretty sure like your McDonald's, your Burger King didn't happen overnight. Like yeah, you know? everything everything started small, you know. Yeah. Every every business started somewhere. Yeah. And um. It's a drive behind it is how big do you want right, to get the small business? Right. Definitely. Yeah. So definitely a lot too there. Uh, kind of going back to the school thing, I I have a a kind of question for you because I feel like right now in 2018. April 25th, 2018, <laughs> um, I feel like technology is taking over 
everything. It's taking over the entire spectrum. It's facilitating you know? a lot of things. So you as a entrepreneur, as a business owner, and also you as a graduate, somebody that has a degree in college, you know, I feel like nowadays entrepreneurs have it instilled also in their head, like school, you don't need school. You don't, you don't have to go to school and get in debt. Um, you know, you can start a business without a degree. Mm-hmm. Knowing that you're kind of in both worlds, you have that business entrepreneurial background, you also have a degree, you've done a, a both, you know? Yeah. How is your, has your mentality changed or what do you feel or how do you feel towards, you know, people getting or going to college to get a degree if they want to start a business? Mm. So be- before, uh, like I said, when I was doing my basics, it's kind of like junior basics right. um, and uh, you have to determine what you really want to major in and I decided to go with entrepreneurship. I didn't even know they had something like that at YouTube. Bro, I wish they had that with me. <laughs> like when I was and, there. Uh, and you know what, man? It's it's it was something that uh, I just wanted a sense of accomplishment. You know, I wanted a sense of going to school and finishing something that you started. And it right. took, and and, it, and I didn't do it in four years. It probably took me like six years because I took breaks. You know, throughout. Right. right. Um, one thing I do. You're nothing wrong with a little little break. Penasco. Yeah. <laughs> penasco, a little bit trip here and there because. You need those those uh, stress, right? You get to stress, stress out for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, would I say to go to school? Yes and no. Um, I feel like I did gain a lot from going to school. I think it's got to do a lot with... In this podcast, we don't sugarcoat anything. So, be, be real. <laughs> be real with these people. <laughs> no, definitely. So, I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm in, like, I'm in the middle, kind of. Okay. And I'm going to tell you straight out why. Okay. Uh, yes, you do. You do. It, it does take time. A lot of people tell you, like, well, I'm gonna go four years of school. I could probably start a business and in four years be something bigger than when it started. You know what I mean? Definitely. Uh, definitely. Yes, you can. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, big time business owners that are in the top twenty of Forbes magazine that don't have a college degree. Right. Or they dropped out. You know, great for them. It's awesome. Um, but for me, I think I did need some polishing. I did need. Uh, like I said, I didn't come from, uh, you know, my my mom and dad kind of like had me when they were really young right, so they right. went straight to the hustle you know so when I went to college it was kind of like they didn't even know what kind of advice to give me you know and, and, and I'm the and I'm the eldest in my family I have a younger sister so I didn't even have a brother sister to tell me like hey should I go to college you know right, right. and, and kind of going back to what we talked about right now I was like oh I graduated today from high school like what's next you know what I mean yeah. so um, definitely I'm, I'm a little bit in the middle because I do believe you can start a business but you really have to be committed 100%, 100% and right. I feel like with a lot of those, a lot of those millennials, and I'm probably like bouncing to that category a little bit. Is that you are a millennial? Yeah, <laughs> we are millennials. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, is a, is a fact that we want success quick, right? You know yeah, why? People want success overnight. Exactly, you know? and it's not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And 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 um, through my education at UTEP was I was able to you know get these finances classes, these accounting classes, you know these fundamentals that uh, can't be. I mean, you could teach yourself definitely, but right. if if you have a good instructor and and I I was fortunate to have one of my professors from UTEP, uh, his 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 name is uh, Professor Diaz. He he taught all the entrepreneurial uh, courses and um, what I liked about him was that he actually went out to the business world, came back to school, kind of like the same, and uh, he said a hundred percent like having these fundamentals definitely help 
Yeah, of course. You, knowledge you, is power. Yeah. Knowledge is exactly. knowledge, and, you know? And I mean, at the end of the day, when you do graduate, you get a piece of paper that says, hey, you completed these amount of hours and congratulations. You know what I mean? Right. And, and sometimes it does come with a little bit of debt, a lot of debt. It just, it just depends. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Um, depends on what you're going for. And again, and just this is just to say, my question is directed at, do you need a degree? Would you suggest somebody having to get a degree if they wanted to start a business? Because again, there's obviously a lot of career paths that require school. Exactly. And you have to go to school. Okay. If you're going to be so, a doctor, if you're going to be an architect. But, and, no, and you're answering it. I just wanted to clarify that okay. for, for so, the so, so yeah, to, to clarify on the aspect, for, for the business aspect, no. I yeah. would say no. Because when, you, when, you, when you're going to be a doctor, you, you have to go to school. You know, yeah, you're definitely. not going to walk in and do open heart surgery Hell and just say, no. hey, let me wing it. You know what I mean? Like, let me see if let I can do pull it. pull up YouTube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> pull up a YouTube video. <laughs> what does he need? Let I me, think there's a video for yeah, that. Let me, Google, let me Google it real quick. You know, so I would say no. And, and actually, before I was, when I was going to school, I thought about the same thing, man. I was like, what if I just drop out and go to business now? You know what I mean? Right. Um, but like going back to the same thing, like once I started that, I kind of want to have the sense of accomplishment that I started school and I finished it. That's what I'm telling you. Like, if you're gonna be a business owner, no, you do not, unless you want the fundamentals behind it and learn how to run a business. But I'm not saying that you cannot not go to school and learn that on your own. Yeah. And and, and you're probably maybe you're gonna learn the hard way because oh man, I didn't know that, and you're gonna get hit. Right. And you have to be ready to hit back you know yeah, what I mean yeah. you have to be uh, ready to get up exactly you know, when you get Cause, it because for me like e even with my knowledge that I gained through my education even then I still fall back and I'm like oh wait I didn't know that you know what I mean right. or or uh, certain aspects of the business so but to start a business I definitely would say no and I think it's proven like in Forbes magazine like the top probably 20 30 uh, within those don't have a college degree right. you know but, but they're heavy hitters they went out and they, they got drive, work ethic. Exactly. They drive. drive. Exactly. And that, and to kind of talk on that work ethic, you know, a lot of people don't understand work ethic. They don't understand how much work it actually takes to be successful. Um, and that's actually why I feel like I actually wanted to start that vlog. You know, I have a day in the life, uh, day in the life vlog that comes out on YouTube. But the whole purpose of that is to show what happens aside from the pictures of us at the yeah. title company. <laughs> Uh, getting like, paid, like, you know? like behind the scenes. Yeah, like behind the scenes, you know? Yeah. What happens after that house is posted brand new on the market? What happens before you yeah. closed and got your check, you know? Yeah. So we we show raw footage last night, right, Sosa? We were working until, what, 9? Pretty much 9. We were at a listing appointment, 9 o'clock at night, walked out, finished doing, um, you know, a whole presentation for somebody wanting to sell their house. But it's work ethic. It's it's showing you know what has to happen behind the scenes if you do want to be a successful realtor, if you do want to be a successful business owner, you know. And and, and it goes in play and play if you want to be, you know, in the NFL or in the NBA. Like these athletes, work. they have to put right. in work. You know, like you might think you're good, but I'm pretty sure there's someone better. So mm -hmm. what are you gonna do to be to get at their level and to be able to go right. into the NFL or you know National League? So work ethic is key. You know, so. Like I said, I, I do believe you can start a business without an education. It's just for me, it was a sense of accomplishment, yeah. and I just wanted to get some knowledge, you know? Yeah, definitely. Like, and there's nothing wrong with college. I went to college, I went to school for psychology. Um, nothing wrong with school, you know? But once I figured it out, what I wanted to do, I was like, I didn't even need school the whole time. Yeah. I wish I figured it out before. Yeah. But again, these are all little stepping stones, I yeah. feel. 
everything happens for a reason. I went to school for a reason. Border Patrol didn't hire me for a reason. You know, that girl broke up with me eight years ago for that reason. <laughs> you know, so all those things happen for a reason. Yeah. So, um, but that's cool, man. I'm glad that you're here now. You're you've 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 become a business owner. You've become you know an entrepreneur. Um, what is one of the biggest successes that you've had as an entrepreneur, as a business owner? Oh shit. Pen through right there. I guess one of my successes, man, was uh, basically... The biggest success. The most exciting, you know, the most exciting day of your life where you're like, fuck, holy shit, you know? Like. So, I guess after after uh, after school, that was, that was one of my accomplishments that I wanted to finish, so I felt really good about that. But in the business sense was when I finally was able to save enough money to be able to open fresh hot car wash and barbershop, um, you know, going down to the city and being able to like file and, uh, you know, do the behind the scenes to start, yeah. start a business. Um, how long did it take you from the moment that you decided I want to do fresh out? How long did it take you to save up and to do all the city thing? How long did, well, was that process? Like, like, like while, while I was still going to school, because like, I had already done like kind of a small business plans on a scale basis. And, uh, I had the idea probably, it was like, probably like, I graduated about a year ago, so I'm I'm still like fresh out of college. Like I said, I did take breaks in between, so I got my college degree. So I'd say like from last December, it's 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 pretty. It was in December, and I didn't start my business till about July. So okay. it was about what like a little bit over like six months more yeah. or less around there. So um, I had started saving up some money, and uh, throughout going to school, I was still working with my dad and stuff like that, managing the, the family business. So I was able to kind of just save, 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 you know, a little bit here and there. And then uh, I did have to get a loan because it, you, you need other stuff. So I got a small loan, which is it's not easy to get unless you have, you know, some <laughs> yeah. type of background or some or, yeah. or or something, you know. And uh, fortunately, I was I was granted a small loan. It's not a huge loan, but it was enough to just kind of get started, you know. And um, so my, my like for me, like getting that paper, knowing that like I had to file for like. Uh, barbershop licenses. I didn't even know you need a barber license to be to open a barbershop. You know, I know you need you need a barber like to be a barber and cut. Yes, but I didn't know like you for yourself. Yeah, to. like it's like having a liquor license. Exactly. Like exactly. So so like, I guess that's, that was one of one of my most successful, and I hope to bring more success. And that's what right. I'm excelling to. Like you know, m- maybe we sit down on a year from today. On our whiskey Wednesday, maybe follow up and it's yeah, okay, man. Definitely, you know we I mean? are. We've actually talked about follow ups. We're episode number six right now. Um, you know, hoping to go to episode. So, like I said, my, my million. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, uh, so so definitely, like, maybe I haven't, like, my success right now is being able to start. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people won't take that risk and start. Right. So a lot of people are scared. Yeah. Fail. I think fear is one of the biggest deterrents to success. A lot of people are too scared to take that next step, to put all chips in, you know? And I feel like the best decisions of my life have been when I've put all in. You know, I've gone all in. Moving to Florida, went all in. Moving back, went all in again, you know? Changing career paths, changing everything. But I think the best things in life happen when you take a shot, when you fucking say fuck it to fear, you know? And you just take that opportunity because at the end of the day, if you're working at Chick-fil-A, and I only say because I work there, <laughs> um, if you're working at Chick-fil-A and you want to start your own business or you want to 
you know, work for free for the next uh, year because you're going to work under, you know, an architect or somebody uh, that you're going to learn from. If you're, if, yeah, if you're going to get a mentor, I mean, take that step. Because at the end of the day, if you need to go back to Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A is there, you know. And that opportunity that you have to take that step is not always going to be there. Exactly. You know? Yeah, the window, the the window could close. And actually, uh, going back to like the location to my shop, had been had been leased for like the longest time. It just happened to be that I went down that road that one day that I had to do some title work, and I went and for lease. It's that law of attraction. You know, and and it, it was crazy, man. Like I got, I pulled over, got the phone number, and I said, "Hey, when can we check out this place and let's sign a lease?" You know what I mean? And uh, just upon that time, I everything kind of lined up. Yeah, everything yeah. lined up, bro. I went in there and like you know like when you go to a barbershop they have like like uh, where like they wash your hair right the the connection was there I had to like it was like meant to be man it was it's crazy because <laughs> like, like cause, cause most most barbershops they actually like, put some plumbing in to okay. be able to put that I mean it's not major plumbing work right but it does but it was right there like all I had to do was that's buy good. like the washbowl and stuff like that so I think everything aligned so going back to that like I think that's one of my early successes right now and it's like actually I said, starting the business yeah, actually starting the it. business because. I wouldn't say it's 100% successful because it's still like, you know, in the process, in the making right. of like... I think um, it takes a couple of years, honestly, yeah. in my opinion, for a business to become successful because to be successful, I think, is turning uh, profit. And let's be real, and not every business doesn't make money their first year, yeah. but in reality, statistically speaking, a lot, of pe- a lot of businesses don't make profit for their first two, three years, you yeah. know? It takes eating shit for that period of time to go through that that stage where you're getting known and getting your name out there yeah. and you know having people come in and tell you about your experience and getting better and growing yeah. and then you become successful exactly you know so like that's why that's why i mentioned like one of my successes is being able to face my fear and go for it you know what i yeah, mean because um, like i said at the end of the day you could fail, you could be really good, but you don't know. So why not take that one risk? You never know until exactly, yeah, yeah. exactly. So that's one of my early successes right now. So um, we're gonna be talking a little bit about his story. We're gonna be asking him some questions. If you guys have any questions, drop them here in the comments, and we'll be answering them as we go. Um, but David just kind of finished talking a little bit about, uh, you know, when he first opened his business at Fresh Out Car Wash and Barbershop. Uh, you know, the time that it took him to save the money to start his business uh, and kind of a little bit about his backstory. So we were kind of going over some of his successes. Uh, one of his biggest successes was actually opening the doors, right, to Fresh Out. Exactly. Um, so a question that I have for you is what is one of your biggest failures? What is one of What has been one of your biggest lessons as a business owner? Um, you know, you're six months, seven months in, yes. right, with Fresh Out uh, Barbershop and Car Wash. So what has been one of the biggest lessons that you've learned? So throughout the seven months, I think one of the aspects that I've had a really hard time with was uh, getting reliable people to work for you. You know what I mean? And, and I think a lot of business owners have that problem. Um, when I went, like I said, I'm not a barber myself, so mm-hmm. I'm thinking here of like hire, hiring barbers, right? Um, and I think that's not going to be hard. Actually, that's one of the toughest things to do mm-hmm. is get good, reliable uh, barbers to help you out your shop, you know. Get a good team. You yeah. have to. You have to have a good team. Exactly. I I do have one that's like a like a third generation barber. He, his his uh his uh dad his uncle has been cutting hair, so he's one of my main ones. 
But uh, I mean, barber shop not too big. Like I'm still focusing on the car wash. It's only how many how many seats do you have right now? I have three. Three? Yeah. So I'm, I'm trying to go for like that. You know, a lot of barbershops now have like eight, ten stations. I'm trying to just keep it to three. You know, kind of like the old-fashioned barbershop, you tell right. like three, four maybe at the most. Um, I mean, I'm, and again, like, I'm trying to focus around the whole, like, it's a barbershop car wash, you know. I'm not trying to make it all barbershop or all car wash. So right. I kind of want a little bit you of You want more. everybody to know that while you're getting your hair cut, while you're getting fresh, uh, drop your car off. While you're getting fresh, while you're getting a fresh cut, you're going to So you're going to be fresh out. Car. You're going to be fresh out when you drive well, out. That's, you know? that's why you yeah, came yeah, up with that name. Yep. Fresh out. Cool. So one of your biggest failures has been finding the team. Do you feel like you have a team, a good team right now in place? Or are, is that still kind of an ongoing I, search for you? It's, it's still an ongoing trip, search. Because um, I do have my, my one reliable barber. One's a part-time because she's still a student and stuff like that. She's going to school. And uh, she's a cosmetologist. And she's a really good barber as well. But I, I wouldn't say I have a complete team. It's it's a working progress, you know. Okay. And it's something that I've struggled with. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure you're familiar with this many. Like, they've opened, like, so many barbershops throughout the city, you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, especially going far east and stuff. Uh, mine's central. Um, mine's kind of like the old El Paso kind of. But I think when you... What's your, what's your location? It's 5025 Trowbridge Drive. Um, the most, uh, I guess, common way to get to my shop, and I usually tell people is... We're right by Loretto Academy. Um, okay. It's it, it's a it's an all girls school. I think it used to be an all girls school. It's like a block away from there. So I think Sosa went there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. That was, that was so that, that that's like the nearest like uh, big thing uh, near us. Because um, right. I'm really central, and I actually like the fact that we're central because I feel like people from the east and the west side. You know, since like the city is growing so large, you know, east and now far west, that like central is expanding like. Uh, I, I went to Eastwood High School, man, and it's like Eastwood used to be like the Far East back, back, back in yeah, the back day. Yeah, back in the day, yeah. And, and, and now it's like, if you think about it, like Eastwood's like kind of like central. Now that's more, yeah, that's more of the heart of exactly. uh, Eastside, you know? So, so, so when I opened my shop, uh, the reason why I did is because I like the location. It's got like a vintage look to it, stuff like that. So, and it's centralized. So I thought, you know what? I could still get some people from the Northeast, East, West. Right. Like I said, always it's going to be through marketing and stuff. I believe if you do a good job at what you do, people will come to you. Um, obviously, a lot of people try to go East because kind of where it's expanding, it's growing. Yeah, Far um, East. Yeah, exactly. You think about east. buying a house in the Far East, you know who to contact. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of growth right now. El Paso is definitely pouring a lot of money out there to the Far East side. But I think still those central areas are, are still, you know, that's where I feel like all the best barbers are, yeah. central, uh, northeast. Um, so definitely. Yeah, definitely yeah. Well, cool. I mean, for the, for the most part, because maybe because like the northeast, they've had barbershop for a longer amount of time than yeah. the far east, you know, not, not, not to bat down on the far east. I'm pretty sure there's good barbershops, you know, around the city, but right. me being new to the barber business and stuff like that, it's it's right. been quite a challenge, man. And, and I mean, going back to the same thing, it's, it's one of... I would call it maybe like a partial failure, maybe like not preparing myself well enough, knowing that, oh, it's easy to get barbers, but no, because you need good, reliable, good service, you know, because at the end, they're, they're the image of my shop, you know, right. technically, I'm not, if I would cut hair, I would tell you I could be the barber, the only barber there, or me and another guy, you know what I mean, yeah. but the reason, the reason behind it is like, I'm not a barber, you know, so I need these really, really consistent, you need people that, yeah, that consistent, reliable, that, exactly, yeah. so, so would I'm, you say, would you say for somebody that is thinking about, um, you know, starting a barbershop, or one day starting a barbershop, would you say maybe, before you take that step, maybe establish or get yourself a good team, yes. a good foundation, 
um, you know, that of people that are going to be able to brand themselves and bring business into, exactly. into your I mean, think of it this way. Most barbers or barbers are the ones that want to open a barber shop. You know what I mean? Right. It's, it's, it's not as common for me. Like, I'm not a barber. Right. But I want to open a barber shop and I want to combine both because I think the concept was cool. Um, but, but me, I mean, most barbers do want to open a barber shop. They want to be their own boss, you know, stuff like that. So it's pretty cool to have that. Uh, because you already have kind of yourself to be able to have a barber there, you know what right, I mean? Right, right, And then you probably know a good group of barbers that have maybe went to school with you or Definitely. have cut with you. So that's why it's been one of my early struggles, one of my early struggles, maybe like an early failure to this. And like I said, it's something that I'm working through. Yeah. And it's going to be trial by error. I'm going to hire somebody and have a barber. And then, you know, with that comes consistency. Right, right. And I think I, I everybody goes through that starting a business, getting a team in general, because I remember when I did go out to Florida um, and I had to open up stores, I had to recruit, I had to hire. So I was always sitting in interviews and asking people, you know, all these questions, but I was always worried that I was going to make the wrong decision and hire somebody that, you know, I was going to regret later. I think going and starting a business and growing a business, it's important to have a good team behind you. Um, you know, and I even see it now with real estate. I'm a listing agent for Pacifica Homes um, out in the Far East Side, Horizon, and the West Side. And, you know, having a team that can be at the models to sell all of our inventory, all of our, all of our product is super important because, one, you want people that are hungry. You want people that um, are going to put 110% effort when they're there, you know, because not only are they representing themselves they're representing the builder but they're also part of your team you know yeah. and your brand so um at the end of the day you know finding a good team is super important i've been blessed in real estate i actually have a badass team um we're selling out subdivisions like crazy um all of our team all of my team i feel understands where social media is at right now yeah um in this day and age right now you know i think social media is just overpowering every single median that's out there and that's why we start these podcasts and that's why we go live on Instagram and Facebook and start a vlog on YouTube and go on Snapchat. That's why we're doing all this stuff because everybody's attention's everywhere. So kind of going to your, towards your business, um, what are you doing right now to market or to push you know, your name out there? What, what, is, what is advertising or marketing like for you in your business? So um, as far as my marketing, um, word of mouth, you know, usually, Going back, you need to have a good team because somebody that walks in there for a haircut, they like it. They like the car wash, they're going to come back. They need to have friends. So word of mouth is never going to get old. Obviously, that works. Um, the, other, the other thing is uh, social media. Going back to the same That's mm-hmm. why you say you're doing these these uh, these podcasts and stuff like that just to kind of get people, you know, in, in your environment. You know, teach them who, who I am. Teach them who my Carrera is. You know what I mean? Right, right. Um, so I, I do utilize uh, Instagram, Facebook, uh, offset promo some days. I have, uh, like, on Tuesdays, I have two for 22 So you okay. get your car wash, like an exterior wash, and your haircut for 22 bucks. That's not so bad. So it's two for 22 Vintage well, is, like, 13 bucks. no? Yeah, something like, like a good one. Like, bar, for like yeah. a good... Yeah, that bar part. I mean, all, all of ours are hand wash as well. Nice. Um, so it's not machine wash. It's so you guys wash. do interior detail as Yeah, well? exactly. So, like, we do do auto detailing, and we actually do it for local dealerships as well. Um, going back to the background, like, of my, of my dad's business, we still have some of that work going on there so we do we do full service detailing too it's not only your regular car wash but we do like shampoo seeds carpets hand wax uh right. polish 
uh, paint correction. We you do, do anything and everything. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's anything to make your car look brand new again. You know what I mean? So. Um, Got that new car set? Yes, sir. <laughs> That's you can even cool. do that too, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I definitely need to hit you up. I just got back from Arizona and I popped open my engine, uh, my, my hood. My car, is, my engine is brown. Yeah. You, you, don't, so you, know, you, you know what, man? Dusty. A lot of people, for the most part, if you go get an oil change somewhere and stuff, you probably never look under your hood and then when you actually pop it up, you're like, oh, man. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, 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 it really gets dirty over there. Yeah. So Kyle Busy. My senior name, Kyle Busy, uh, commented, "Man, that's cheap. I get my haircut for thirty bucks. Yeah. Two for twenty. Two for twenty. Two. Two for twenty. <laughs> two for twenty. dollars. Yeah, two for twenty. Uh, uh, Manny's gonna owe you two dollars <laughs> so, for every client so, that goes. So, so Manny owe me two bucks on everybody that comes over. But <laughs> that headcount. I mean, that that that's a Tuesday. Yeah. That's on Tuesdays. You know what I mean? And definitely. And how has so running that promo on Tuesday? How is that? affected your business have you seen more traffic going in on, on those days definitely um i have we see a new we see a new face every day maybe it's not like 10 new faces but we are getting uh you know even one new face is good and we service them good uh, they like our work and they're gonna go tell their friends they're gonna come back yeah like i said uh two for 22 tuesdays 50 25 trollbridge you guys gotta come check us out definitely that's cool you so know? So for you guys that are just chiming in right now, live on Instagram, Facebook, uh, those of you that are watching right now on YouTube and listening on iTunes, uh, right now we're sitting with David Trejo. He's a uh, El Paso raised, yeah, not born, you're yeah. born in Cali, but uh, raised in El Paso, entrepreneur. He's a business owner. Uh, he's also a UTEP graduate. If you guys have any questions for the people that are live right now, uh, drop them. We'll be answering your questions uh, right now. We're talking a little bit about David's story um, You know his business opening up the business. So not only are you a business owner of fresh out car wash and barbershop You know we got the two for 22 uh, Deal going on every Tuesday get your car wash and your haircut for $22 Yeah, you can't go wrong, <laughs> yeah, can't go wrong. Um, But you're also a UTEP graduate right you graduated with a entrepreneur Oh, entrepreneurship degree. It's, entrepreneurship it's business degree. with a focus on entrepreneurship. Awesome. Yes. So you have a degree in entrepreneurship uh, and business. Um, and you also have a clothing line, right? So yes. tell us a little bit about your clothing line. So the clothing line is something that I'm partnering uh, with. I have a partner in this one. Um, it's called ITM Apparel. So we do have a lot of local local brands coming up. You know, you, you see a lot of them coming up. Um, for me, I wanted more than just a brand. I wanted something... A meaning behind it you know right and, and being the entrepreneur that I am and you know trying to make something happen um, you know trying to take these risks ITM stands for in the making in the making yeah so let me tell you my name for like you that. when you went into real estate you were maybe you know new to it but you were in the making you were trying to make yourself a better real estate agent brand new in the making I actually wish we started this podcast I mean uh, this vlog the day I got my license to show everybody, you know, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing at all. I literally got my license and I called uh, my best <laughs> what do friend. I do? <laughs> yeah, I called my best friend Ricardo. He's a realtor here, and I was like, "So <laughs> I passed my test. What do I do now?" Super scary, you know. I didn't know what to do, and um, yeah. So go, go, continue. Yeah. So, so with the apparel, it was like I wanted a meaning behind it, you know, because you see a lot of brands out there. I mean, it's cool, it's hip, it's what's in. 
but sometimes the names don't have no meaning and stuff. And for me, it was like I wanted something entrepreneurial, right? Something a grinder, a hustler would do. So in the making, it's it applies. So you tell your story. Yeah. You know? So it's like if you want to be a doctor and you go to school, you're in the making. If you're trying to be uh, the next Michael Jordan and you're in high school and you're kind of grinding and you know it's the journey exactly yeah, so you're, you're, journey. you're shooting and shooting and shooting and trying to perfect your shot you're in the making you're in that process you're in the process of becoming something you know big in whatever profession that you pick and I, and I feel like it doesn't only apply for entrepreneurs but it, uh, it also applies for any profession you know you know because at the right. end of the day it's what you like what makes you happy what makes you want to get up in the morning and, and stuff like that so uh, and ITM, so the symbol behind it, you know, everybody. It's a key, right? Yeah, it's a key. So a lot of people tell me, why did you pick a key? Because I think you got to find that one key and you got to exploit it and find success. So it's like the key to success. Like, what's your key? The, the key is your profession. Right, what's the, your the, purpose? Yeah, what's, what's your, your purpose? What's your reason? What, what are you trying to do with your, with your life, with uh, your income? Are you happy with your income or are you not happy with your income? What are you going to do to... Maybe make some more money, you know. Right. Maybe, maybe live a different style of life that you want. You know what I mean? Right, right. Not 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 because you were born, uh, you know, in, in a middle class family. You want to stay middle class. Maybe you want to go more, or do more, or stuff like that. Or like I said, maybe you don't have an athlete. Uh, you don't have someone that's an athlete in the NFL, but you want to be the first one uh, out of El Paso being an athlete in the NFL. You know what right, I mean? Right. So what what do these kids do? What do we do? What do you do? You gotta wake up every morning and you're in the making every you're day. You're finding it. You're, yeah. you're looking for that, exactly. that thing, you know? Exactly. And sometimes you think you know what it is. Yeah. Sometimes you're working somewhere and you're like, this is it. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Three months later, you're like, fuck this. Yeah. I don't wanna is, do this no more. This is exactly not what I <laughs> This is exactly what I didn't wanna do. So, knowing that, I think that's crazy. I, I've known about your brand, I did not know that story. That's, so that's a, a lot of people like you know they don't know what ITM stands for and 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 honestly man is something maybe that I kind of lacked right now and it's something I'm gonna start working towards is promoting more of the of the name of yeah. the, of the stuff behind it you know yeah definitely. Uh, I mean the logo is pretty cool the the key stuff like that but I I think, I think the meaning behind it tells like a lot of people can relate to it exactly you know? and, and and that's something that a lot of people have told me like people that tell about the brand and so that they're like oh man I thought you know it's more than just a brand it's it's something that I could relate to, you know? Yeah. You know? Everybody so, could be a part of it, you know? Definitely. And, um, but that's awesome, bro. That's awesome that you have that, that story behind it. And hopefully, you know, with this podcast, with this YouTube channel, you know, we get you, we get you some more exposure on what you're doing. I think you're doing a, a really good job, you know? And right now you are in the process. Yeah, and yeah. that's the whole, you know, once everybody uh, checks out your full podcast next Wednesday, um, they're going to be able to see, you know, your full story. They're going to be able to see that you actually right now are living behind your, your yeah. brand, you know? Yeah, so, and, and, really cool. and, and, and I mean, we talked about this earlier, like your day to day, like when you do your, your vlogs, like people don't know behind the scenes stuff, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like they just see like, Oh, it's a dope barber shop. It was cool. Like, but the work to open it, you know, like, yeah. like my, my apparel company, like I was trial and error, you know, I wanted like good, I wanted good, like material stuff like that and sometimes you don't like it and you have to toss it and you, you lose some money you know what yeah, I mean? yeah, so, definitely. so like everything is a process everything is how you say like it's it's a process there's a long story behind every person's success and that is why you know i don't think we were live but you know um that is the purpose of us even starting a vlog you know me and my marketing team um because at the end of the day there's so many people that want to get the real estate license you know they see on Instagram everybody that's taking pictures at the title company closing deals. And it's fun and it's cool, 
And real estate is rewarding if you work really, really, really hard at it. Um, so that's one thing that I for sure wanted to show with this vlog on YouTube, Day in the Life. Um, you know, the work that goes behind it. Yesterday, uh, we were talking about this right now on the podcast, but yesterday we were at a listing presentation. We left at nine o'clock at night. You know, those are those, that's what it takes for you to be successful in this industry. So that's one thing that I definitely want to show with this vlog, you know, is the hard work and the hustle. And the, hour, you know? and the amount of hours. Yeah, definitely. I mean? There's times where I don't, I mean, most of the time my first meal isn't until around five. Yeah. Super unhealthy, don't do that. But it is what it is, But I could definitely relate. Sometimes you're so caught up on your day, your day to day that, like, damn, I haven't even eaten, you know what I mean? So, yeah. like, um, definitely not healthy, but I, I think once you're, like, you're in your you're in your uh, mood of like selling you know showing a house and, and you have to cater to your customers it's not all right. about like it's not about you you gotta kind of cater to your customers definitely and, and, and it kind of like what you said right now about like if you put dedication to the hard work it's going to pay off you can't expect to get your real estate license or open a business and well i opened it and it, it's it's going to be good on its own you know what i mean yeah. like no 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 it's gonna that's take, the first step yeah it's, it's, it's one of the first exactly step, you know? once you get the keys to your, your new business or 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 you sell or you're selling a house or whatever like it's behind the scenes it's like what are you doing to be able to get this household guess how you said like sometimes when you finish you you saw a picture of like at the tally company and all the real estate agents do it's an accomplishment it's great that you, you got somebody into their house right but what was the work behind it how many houses did you have to show them a shitload to, to find them the one sometimes it takes months and that's what a lot of people don't understand the that's why yeah that's why I talk so much about setting the right expectations if you are gonna get your real estate license. Have money saved because at the end of the day, you may have leads lined up once you get your license and people are waiting for you to get your license and that's cool, but you're forgetting that it's still going to take you two months, three months to find them that house. And then it's going to take you another month to get paid, minimum, another month to get paid for that house. So, And, and that's probably the reason why a lot of those agents quit. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's maybe, a lot because, of... Maybe they didn't... They didn't set their their uh, their money up, or they or they thought like I'm gonna go into real estate and sell like ten houses tomorrow and yeah, and, and that that yeah. doesn't well that could happen. It could happen with a lot of fucking work, you <laughs> yeah. know. But I mean, that's the the whole vlog thing is for one for for people to see what we do for for people to see what realtors do, but it's also for other agents to see. And I'm not saying I'm doing the best you know i'm not the number one agent in el paso yet yet but i can say that the direction that i'm headed with everything that we're doing with my team we're gonna hit it you know we're gonna be the best we're gonna have the number one real estate youtube channel in the nation we're gonna have the number one real estate podcast uh channel and this isn't even really a podcast about real estate this is just you know highlighting people um, movers, shakers, people that are doing big things in the city and out of the city because we have some big uh, interviews lined up, you know, with with big time influencers um, out of the city. But it's all about just shining light on what people are doing, how people are seeing success and sharing it with everybody that's watching because at the end of the day, watching because at the end of the day, you know, this podcast may only reach 10 people, 100 people thousand people but if the message that you have right now you know your message as a business owner as an entrepreneur somebody that's seen success somebody that's seen failure um if your message can resonate with somebody on youtube on instagram on facebook 
um, you know, that's, that's good, you know, because you're able to change somebody's life or give that one little piece of advice that's going to save somebody a couple thousand dollars down the road. Exactly. Because now they can, you know, I'm going to be a licensed, I'm barber and I want to start a team. I want to get my own business. Let me, let me figure out the team thing first, you know, because David's podcast exactly. shared that. So, and I mean, to, to, through these failures, you learn and you, how we talked about it, you got to get up and keep going, you know what I mean? So, I mean, at the end of the day, is that went back to like the fundamentals of that team, yeah, and stuff like that. But yeah, like you are right, like based on our experience to help somebody else that's trying to be a real estate agent, like you, mm-hmm. or somebody's trying to open a barbershop, like the one I opened, you know what I mean? And uh, definitely, like, I, I even do it myself, like, I'll, I'll look for influencers and stuff, either to social media or whatever. Yeah, yeah. You know? it's all about networking, especially if you do want to be successful, you hear it all the time your networks, your net worth and everything like that. But, you know, building relationships with people, not just that are successful, but just any and every person, you know, everybody I think has somebody to offer, something to offer. Or something that they already went through and they could guide you. Definitely. That's why there's there's mentors and Mm -hmm. that's why there's like, I'm 27, you know, and relatively we're so young compared to somebody that maybe went through this like 10 years ago yeah and they're they're ahead of your time you know what i mean yeah and for those realtors i actually when i started um i mean we're all independent contractors but when i started real estate i actually paid money thousands of dollars to learn off of somebody else's mistakes thousands of dollars i paid in my first two months of being in real estate you know but i i figured okay if i spend a couple thousand dollars to learn off somebody else's mistakes that cost them even more thousands of dollars, that in turn is going to save me money, but most importantly, time. I'm not going to have to go through those fuck-ups, through those errors. I'm not going to have to go through that one deal and not know what to do, you know? So if you are a real estate agent, if you are thinking about being a, a business owner, opening your own barbershop, sit with somebody that's doing it. Learn from somebody that's doing it, you know? Because at the end of the day, the, the most successful people um in anything in life didn't become successful off of learning off their own mistakes they were learning off other people's mistakes as they went too you know i mean you, you ultimately do learn from yours but it's it's nice to maybe even learn even before that you've been even even before you fall through that you know what i mean right so i mean because you are gonna you, you are gonna face your own mistakes and stuff like that but it's also nice to maybe have some guidance so you don't fall into those mistakes because the, the less mistakes maybe you'll become successful a lot faster than like taking the long road, you know what I mean, yeah. to, to that. So definitely, man. And and for those of you that have been keeping up with our podcast, um, with our YouTube channel, the people that we have on this show are influencers, are business owners, are entrepreneurs, um, you know, people doing big things in the city. And for those of you that have been watching, you guys should be able to start sensing a little trend of all the people that are coming on the show. Everybody's saying, you know, Work with somebody. Don't do it on your own. Push through all the toughness. It's going to be hard if you are trying to be successful. There's going to be people, you know, in your circle, I'm sure, that are going to put you down and bring you down and, and, you know, kind of stop you or want to stop you from seeing that success. But it's all about auditing your circle, pushing forward through all that noise, through all that, you know, the hardship of seeing that success and and really putting 110% of your effort into everything that you're doing right now, you know? So, so cool. So, uh, Jennifer, Jennifer underscore V22. What's up, Jennifer? Uh, yes, I love the positivity. You're doing great things and can't wait to hit you up when I'm ready to look for a house. Jennifer, I'm ready to help you whenever you're ready. 
Thank you for watching. Uh, Josecito, what's up, brother? You just checked out. He just checked out our uh, last podcast. Uh, had some good things to say, too. So hopefully you guys get to check out the next podcast coming out next Wednesday with David Trejo. You guys are going to be able to hear his entire story. Um, you know, we've been probably talking for what? Salsa. I'm always asking you this. A good hour? Yeah, a good hour. Yeah, a good hour. Uh, good interview so far. You know, um, before we end, I have a couple more questions for you. But anybody that does have any questions on live, drop them here. And, um, you know, if you have any questions for David uh, about starting a business, about entrepreneurship, uh, anything like that, he's here to answer them. Um, so real quick, David, for you, um, where can people find you on social media? Where can people, if they want to get in contact with you, aside from just Google, uh, where can they find you on social media? So... Obviously, my personal one is David Trejo with double O. Uh, David underscore Trejo with a double O. Uh, that's my personal. I, I don't mind, you know, if you have any questions with regards to entrepreneurship, starting a business, or you want to come check out my shop, you could definitely shoot me a message through there. Um, I also have my Instagrams and my Facebook for my business. Uh, it's under Fresh Out uh, 915 on Instagram, and it's Fresh Out Car Wash and Barbershop on Facebook. Um, so either one of those, uh, shoot us a message. Do you have any questions about our services, anything like that? And like I said, on the personal aspect, if you guys are starting a business and have maybe want to bounce off ideas and stuff like that, I'm, I'm totally open to it. Um, you know, it's something that I like to do. And, uh, you know, be, being here with Manny, you know, we go back to those, those days we used to hustle at Diamond and stuff like, same thing. I, I, you want to surround yourself with those kind of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you are who you hang out with. You know what I mean? And, and definitely you want to hang out with uh, influencers, movers, shakers, entrepreneurs, if that's what you're seeking to do. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I, I definitely encourage to just drop a message to me, any questions, anything like that. I'm open to anything. Cool, cool. So really quick, um, you know, what's one of the biggest, what's one, what's one message that you just want people to leave with today? Um, from the entire podcast, we've gone through a whole bunch. And again, make sure you guys check out this podcast. Um, <laughs> Chris Gill um, make sure you guys check out this podcast uh, next week the full episode with David Trejo and his story um, so David what's that one takeaway that you want people to leave this interview with this podcast with um, take risks take, take that risk uh, go after your dreams you are in the making everybody's in the making so uh, pick that one thing that you love to do and exploit it to the max, give it 101%. Like I said, work ethic is gonna be uh, knowledge any day. Um, obviously gaining knowledge is great, but uh, you know, uh, give it 100% even when you don't feel like giving it 100%. 100%. <laughs> Hashtag red 100. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's real. So for sure, man, appreciate you being on our podcast. Wanna end real quick, obviously I'm a real estate agent and I love the El Paso market. So. What in El Paso, um, you know, what in El Paso right now is your kind of obsession? What is one place, restaurant, bar, you know, one place that you just, you you are super in love with right now that, that you're just happy to be at? Your happy place in El Paso, what, what place is that? Well, actually, you know what, I, I, uh, I picked up on golf a little bit, you know, something that my dad used to do back in the day, and I was nice. like, seems boring, you know what I mean? But um, Bro, golf is fun. Yeah. For those, a lot of people don't know this. And I'm trying to get better because I'm not that good. Yeah, but I'll help get... you. I'll help you. I was actually in the golf team in high school. Nobody believes me. Everybody thinks I'm a liar. <laughs> Nobody believes me until you see me hit the ball. Yeah. Watch, him, watch him swing. And then he'll say, 
but actually, I, I, I enjoy going to Tolga. Man, it's one of the, the new attractions. I, ha I had been to the one in uh, San Antonio in Dallas, and yeah. I was really excited when they were bringing it here. Um, and it's, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I, I like going there a lot um, with a couple of friends, stuff like that. Yeah. We need um, to go, bro. Yeah, I know, huh? We need to go for sure. I love Top Golf. We actually did a Top Golf giveaway uh, last month. Last month? Yeah. It was really cool. Uh, we gave away a hundred fifty dollar gift card. Yeah, I think I think I saw I think I saw yeah. it. I think I saw it. We did a raffle. It was so funny. It was a random raffle. We recorded everything, put everybody's name in the hat, and we picked a name, and it was my aunt. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> I was oh like, man, I was like, man, you probably just give it to his aunt. But I was like, you recorded. Everything. <laughs> but we recorded. That's why I recorded yeah. everything because I knew my family was playing too. And I was like. Everybody's gonna hate it's me. It's gonna be like this guy, this guy just picked his ass. Yeah, everybody's gonna hate me. That's so funny. No, definitely, man. So I, top was, I mean, is one of the newest attractions. So I do enjoy going there. I mean, baseball games aren't bad, you know. I mean, for El Paso, it's still relatively new. You know, I mean, they've been here for a couple of years now. But yeah, definitely, it's, it's awesome going to a game, especially like when you have that long day or that long week of work. You know, you also need to kind of like, you know, take one of those days and kind of just regroup a little bit, enjoy yourself. Yeah, definitely. And then get back to the grind. Little, little day off don't hurt nobody yeah. little day off don't hurt nobody but cool man appreciate you stopping by uh this right now is whiskey wednesday episode number six uh so make sure you guys tune in next wednesday we're going to be dropping the full interview with david he's going to be sharing his story on you know entrepreneurship on business ownership on success on failures on a whole bunch of other stuff it's a really good podcast so make sure you guys tune in and um, David, again, appreciate you stopping by, man. Hopefully you finish your whiskey before we leave. I know, huh? It's his first glass of whiskey. It's not man, my first glass. Man, he's like on his fifth, something no, like man. that. No, I'm second. Just kidding, just second. Right, everybody's going to think I yeah. do this all the time. Yeah, he's like, no wonder you have whiskey on this, right? No, just kidding. But uh, make sure you guys check out our full podcast coming out on iTunes and on YouTube. Um, next Wednesday, you guys are going to be able to see David's full story. Also, make sure you guys tune in today. Um, today, episode number five with Famous Loza just dropped. So check out that full episode. Let us know what you guys think. Feedback is always appreciated. I know a lot of people are very new to podcasts. Um, some of you are probably just watching the podcast episode on YouTube, which is still cool as long as you're watching. Uh, but give us some feedback. Let us know, you know, who you guys would like to see on our next interview. Um, we haven't had any females yet. We haven't had any females yet. So, you know, definitely want to get some, uh, some lady entrepreneurs, influencers, movers, and shakers on the show. Hopefully you ladies love whiskey. Um, but overall, what do you think about the interview? Cool, man. Something I wanted to do is like when, when I started doing these, I was like, it's be pretty, pretty good concept. So I reached out to you and stuff like that. Say, hey, let's make this happen. I think yeah. I have a thing or two to share, and you know, going back to us having a friendship from back in the day. So I think yeah, definitely. I, I think it's pretty cool you're doing this because, like I said, the city is growing, and we want to highlight these movers, these shakers, entrepreneurs, something that's making noise in the city locally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's a lot of people that are doing a lot of big things here in the city. For those of you that aren't paying attention, El Paso's getting big. El Paso's growing. Um, you know, El Paso's gonna be huge one day. Um, and right now we're in that process. Right now, El Paso's in the making. Yeah. <laughs> there you quote, go. quote, quote. But um, you know, definitely a, a, a beautiful city to be a part of. Beautiful city to live in, and uh, definitely a cool, you know, 
time to live in the city and see it grow. So again, appreciate you being part of episode number six. Uh, again, make sure you guys check this out live next week as his full episode drops. Uh, and let us know if you guys have any other questions. Appreciate you guys for tuning in. Melissa, what's up? We're tuning out, Melissa. You tuned in too late. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>